to Melden Law and Friends, a weekly podcast brought to you by Melden Law, a statewide law firm with its primary office in Gainesville, Florida, where Jeffrey Melden has been practicing since 1971. We also have offices in South Florida, uh, specifically in the Fort Lauderdale area, covering the entire tri-county part of the state, uh, tri-county southern part of the state from Miami-Dade through Broward through Palm Beach County. And we also have an office in Ocala, where we've been for 43 years, covering Marion County and all the surrounding counties nearby. No, I'm not Jeffrey Meldon. My name is Chris Qualman, and I am the Chief Investigator and Major Case Division Manager for Meldon Law. And we recently celebrated our one-year anniversary of this podcast of Meldon Law and Friends. So if you go back and you watch the first 40 episodes, I'm on most of those. Since then, it's been Carrie and Jeffrey for the most part, but every so often they sneak me in, so that's why I'm here. Truth be told, Jeffrey and Carrie are on their way to a legal mastermind uh, seminar this weekend. Uh, something, if you know anything about Jeffrey Meldon, he is always sharpening the saw, always finding ways to improve the firm, improve the productivity, improve the services we do for people. So Jeffrey's on his way to one of those uh, mastermind attorney seminars and uh, wish him well, and we will see him next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Um, we've got some great guests on our show this this afternoon. I'm very happy to bring the Luke of, of Luke's New York Bagels. Luke, welcome to the program. I appreciate it. Very happy to be here. <laughs> well, we're happy to have you. And, uh, you know, I saw Luke walking in as we were about to start the program. And I said, hey, you know, my first question is, did you bring any samples? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not, not today, but I, well, if you know anything about Luke's bagels, they, they are, I'm just going to say it. In my opinion, the most popular bagel outfit in town. Certainly, uh, if you're familiar with them, you know how quickly they run out of bagels every morning because they're so popular. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's why I didn't bring any today. We uh, we sold out pretty early, especially for a Tuesday. We were out at like eleven o'clock this morning. So. Okay, well that's that's par for the course because they're good. Right. They make excellent bagels. <laughs> Want to remind everybody we are live. We are live on Facebook, and if you have any questions, I urge you to send them to us. You can just type them right there in the comments section on the Meldon Law Facebook Live page. So whatever your question may be. Uh, if you got a question for Luke about his wonderful bagels, we'll be talking more about that in the moments to come. We also have a great guest coming up in the second half, Jordan Marlowe, the mayor of Newberry, Florida. Many of you know about Jordan. You've heard his incredible story, um, the wonderful things he's doing with the city of Newberry. We'll be talking with Jordan in the second half of today's program. So by all means, stay tuned. We've got an excellent program. It's a little bit different in format than we've had in the past. Um, I was told by our producer going in that we're actually not going to have any commercial breaks today. So we're just going to have to stretch this out and come up with things to talk about. Not that that's going to be too hard, I think. <laughs> anyway, but I want to urge everybody, please, if you have any questions at all, um, they don't even have to be reasonable questions. <laughs> Decent questions. I don't care what they are. If you want to ask about the law firm, if you want to ask about uh, Luke's Bagels, if you want to ask about the Gators, we are, of course, as a law firm, the official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Man, that was a tough loss last night. What happened to that basketball team? Yeah, I mean, honestly, like just being a student here for this long, you know, our our sports, it's it's tough. Um, <laughs> being a Gator fan in the past few years, you know, it feels like we're so close and then things kind of crumble, it seems. But uh, bouncing back after a tough loss, after being 6-0, I mean, you know, sometimes it happens. Uh, I believe in our team. Anything could happen in college basketball. We Me look too. really good. We show a lot of heart. So, you know, one game <laughs> could slip up, but, you know, we show a lot of promise. Beating Ohio State, who beat a number one Duke, I mean, it just shows that, you know, anything could happen. So. Absolutely. Well, let's go ahead and start talking about Luke's bagels, okay? And like I said, yeah, when I saw you walking in, the first thing I could think of was, man, are those great bagels. And I'm not just saying that because Luke is sitting here to my left. They are great bagels. There is something different. I don't know what it is, and I don't know if you're going to tell us, but there is something different about those bagels. So come on, spill the beans. What is it? Yeah, um, the amount of people who have asked, you know, I said, all right, but then we're going to have to kill you. Um, but uh, <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's it's been a long road. You know, a lot of people I don't think realize uh, how much goes into making bagels. It's a 24-hour process um, to even get there. Uh, it was a family recipe 
from my mom and uh, my parents were teachers in New Jersey my whole life. I went to the University of Florida for my undergrad and my master's and I'm actually going back for my MBA uh, this wow. summer. So I was here long enough and just being from New Jersey and that's where I'm from. I'm a total phony, uh, but New York sticks a little bit better than New Jersey. Um, I just knew, I was like, you know, there's nothing that's really here where you get a nice quality breakfast and could get it on the go. I understand the wait times now are a little long, but that was the original goal or goal was to get something of that caliber and get out um, and get to classes. Uh, just like how there's a bagel shop on every corner back home. So, you know, it's a, it's a long process, uh, but I, after a while, it was my junior year, um, I actually went to my undergrad to go to medical school, and that's what I gr graduated with my undergrad in, and I just was telling my family, hey, I don't want to keep taking out student loans for the rest of my life. I want to come up with something wow. that could pay my way through medical school. So I was like, you know, if you guys are feeling crazy enough, uh, I have this idea, uh, we have this recipe, and maybe we could go down and start this up together. So so that's what I did. Um, and my junior year, we started working on a, our recipe, and it took a really, really long time because n not only do you have to work on a recipe to really, you know, get uh, that right bagel, but you have to replicate it on a massive scale, which is now, tough to do. Now, I'm not sure if that's a question. Um, okay, I, I, I can't read it very well, but I think we have a, a comment from Greg on Facebook. Okay, I can read it now. He says, are the bagels boiled and then baked? Is that the difference? Yeah, yeah. So I think that's one of the things that go into it. So every bagel that's made uh, my mom and I are still the ones making it. So that's incredible. Yeah. You told me that beforehand. Yeah. So every single bagel that's churned out by Luke's bagels, you and your mother actually worked on that bagel. Yeah, exactly. So we make all the dough from scratch. Um, a lot of our ingredients come from New York. We have a New York water maker. They're a company based out of Staten Island. Um, it's the real deal. We, when we started using it, we had to change up mm -hmm. all of our doughs, uh, because it really affected it. So, you know, a lot of people want to say like from time to time, oh, these aren't real New York bagels. And, but you know, a lot of bagel shops up in New Jersey and New York and pizzerias are actually switching to this New York water maker. So if we're getting all of our, most of our ingredients still from New York and mm -hmm. getting the water where other places in New York and New Jersey are using it, it's the same exact things going so the into key is it. the water. That's, right. that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think water and just being able to keep, you know, quality. But, um, but yeah, so with it only being my mom and I, you know, if, if we decide that maybe a batch didn't come out right, um, instead of trying to sell it and making money on it, we'd rather throw it all away and start all over wow. from scratch. Um, and then they have to sit in for a long proofing process for several hours uh, overnight. And then we have just like the most phenomenal baking crew that we could ever ask for. Some of our bakers were some of the first hires we ever made at our shop and they just are so awesome. Um, they're boiled and baked every single morning. Our whoever's the shift manager for that night gets there at one thirty in the morning. One thirty in the morning, and wow. the and the rest of them meet. meet. Thought I had a workout. Yeah, my yeah. goodness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the rest of them, you know, get there at two thirty, and uh -huh. uh, they are boiled. They are baked um, every single morning. Again, just like how they would do it back home. But uh, we we really do have a phenomenal staff nowadays that are able to do that my mom and i are the ones who you know make all the dough but as far as carrying it forward so, so for those ones. who may not be familiar with with his business with luke's bagels new luke's new york bagels right. that's the full title all you have to do is drive down main street literally um are you open every single day seven days or tuesday through sunday tuesday mondays through, we're closed mondays are closed so tuesday through sunday i've done it on weekends you're right across from the Hartwood Soundstage, that area. And just look for the line of people around <laughs> the block. I, I mean, it's incredible. So it seems to me that this has really been word of mouth, maybe more than anything else. Maybe a little bit of advertising, but have you actually done any paid advertising? Yeah, not not a single cent has That's gone amazing. towards paid advertising. That's incredible. Um, I, I want to start diving into it, yeah. um, but, you know, it's... 
it's one of those things where people exchange business cards with me and I'm like, oh, I'm still working on it. I don't like I I don't know why I haven't made business cards. Maybe that's not the most professional. So decision. Talk, talk a little bit about the evolution <laughs> of the business, though, how it's grown to such a I, I don't want to say cult phenomenon because it's it's you've got so many followers now that you run out of bagels every morning. How, how has that built? Maybe talk about the marketing, how how it was that you went from this idea that you wanted to bring the you know the New Jersey New York mindset down to Gainesville and now it's just exploded. Yeah, I mean I just think um you know being a student here at the University of Florida like I know how to you know reach a, the community um, and get the word of mouth out. Our business has solely grown through social media specifically Instagram mm -hmm. and uh Facebook. Um, and most of our announcements come through there and, you know, the way that our word gets out and, uh, it's great that it's free, uh, because that's how mm -hmm. we've grown. But between the two platforms, I mean, we have over 10,000 followers and, um, it, it's just great where if I post something, I get an immediate reaction from our community. Uh, and that's really how we've grown. You know, I, I, um, I'm still getting around to making a website. I'm still getting around to. You just doing haven't needed it up to this point. It just seems between Facebook and Instagram, the word spreads. Yeah. And you sell out every day. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe there's a part of me that you know <laughs> likes our followers on those platforms, yeah. so I want to stay true to them. But no, it, it it has been you know a long process, and as it grows, it I'm sure that we're gonna do all the things that a business probably should do. Uh, well, hey, nothing, nothing like being off the beaten path. I want to remind everybody that we are live. This is uh, Meldon Law and Friends. I almost said Law Talk Live. That's that's the radio show. Meldon Law and Friends. Uh, we are live today. I don't even know what episode number this is. We're in the 50s. That's all I know. <laughs> anyway, I'm very happy to have Luke from Luke's Bagels. We're going to get to another question in just a second. Or I think we've got another question coming. But whatever the case may be, we want you, the viewers, to send us questions. It's very simple. If you're watching us on Facebook Live on the Meldon Law Facebook page, just type in your question, whether it's for Luke, whether it's for me, not that I'll have any answer, but I'll try. <laughs> type in your question on Facebook Live. And we do have Jordan Marlowe coming up in about 15 minutes. Jordan is the mayor of Newberry, Florida. So many amazing things going on out in Newberry, out in West Alachua County. And he's got a lot to tell us about him. So by all means, don't change the channel. Don't leave this Facebook page. You want to stick stick around and see what Jordan Marlowe has to say. But in the meantime, Luke, you know, let's let's talk some more about changes in the future. You were telling me a little bit out for outside the, the room here um, about some things that might be coming down the pike. So what can you share with us about changes? Yeah, so I think, and I'm sure our followers really appreciate this, we're definitely going to be having a lot of big announcements coming this winter break. Um, we're, we're going to be posting to our social media, some, some really big, uh, changes, um, as far as where mm -hmm. the Luke's bagels is going to go in the future. Um, and you know, just kind of getting that word out here probably for the <laughs> first time to probably be ready for some big announcements coming forward. Uh, that we're keeping it all close to our chest. Um, we're actually having a staff meeting tomorrow to discuss these certain topics. So uh, as soon as I talk to my staff, then I'll probably. Uh, so how large it. is your staff? Uh, it's it's over sixty. It's pushing like seventy people. Now. Wait, wait a minute. Sixty? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It um, you know, w with our staff. That's incredible. It's it's been tough to uh, find you know people. Uh, during with everything going on in the world. So I try to be as courteous to our staff. So is that bakers, drivers? Um, How it, does that break down? It's just Six, 60 people. Bakers. Uh, we need about 14 people a day to okay. run our operation. Um, you know, we have we have our whole front of the house, our whole back of the house, our bakers, um, including myself and depending on the day, my mom. Um, and, you know, I, I've... I've always wanted to be like very courteous to our staff. I've worked college jobs. Um, I've worked normal jobs outside of college. I know how it is working around people's schedules. So actually something that we do differently is the fact that our uh, every one of our staff is allowed to make their schedule every single week for themselves. That's excellent. I never assign anybody to work on a certain day that they can't work. Uh, with that, I feel like we've been able to retain a lot of our staff, but 
Also, the slight trade-off is the fact that sometimes you're going to have to fill a lot of gaps or people could only work one week or maybe not even any uh, that week. So you have to have like a lot of staff at hand to be able to run an operation that way. But I found a lot of success um, in keeping our employees. So We have a question on Facebook Live. I don't know what it is. This, this name looks awfully familiar to me. Santa, Santa. Oh, hmm. yeah, Santa. My girlfriend. Hi, Santa. Um, she's asking the question, are there gluten-free bagels? Uh, there are not. It's, it's, well, we need to fix yeah, that. Yeah, I know. It's, if you want Santa's business, right. you better get those gluten-free bagels. What will that take? Yeah, uh, we're in too small of a shop. The cross-contamination, right. I mean, it's like a it's like a gluten war zone in there. I mean, the flour and everything. Gluten war around. zone. Yeah, <laughs> it seriously is. Like, we get Sorry. covered. So um, even if we wanted to make them, it just... It, there wouldn't be a way to keep them completely separate from everything else. So All maybe right. in the future. Maybe in the future. Okay, well, we're going to stay in touch. And you want our business, you're going to have to get gluten-free. Right. Anyway, but not <laughs> that you're doing badly for the time being. What advice would you give to people who want to get an order in? I mean, it's so hard, quite honestly, uh, unless you call early in the morning or call the day before. What's the best strategy to be sure to get an order. Yeah, so we do call in orders uh, Tuesday through Thursday. It actually works out really well uh, for people who are trying to get on the go. But just Friday through Sunday, I mean, we're just a little too busy uh, to take those call in orders. So, I mean, just getting there and waiting in line early in the morning is the best I could say to do because there's not really much of a way around it, at least at the moment in the current location that we're in. So, Okay. Well, um like you said, there's going to be some announcements forthcoming sometime over the break, maybe around the first of the year. It sounds to me like we're talking expansion. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be hinting at anything right now. So uh, potentially, po positive Nothing, changes. Nothing's off the table. Nothing's off the table. Yeah. Positive changes. Let me ask you this, and this was a question uh, one of our staff wanted me to ask you. You guys were very proactive during the pandemic. I, and I remember that. Um, again, I'd be cruising down Main Street and I would see the lines out there. Or, you know, you how, how did you manage to navigate the business and apparently be very successful during yeah. the pandemic? I mean, you know, uh, just giving people something to do, I feel like during the pandemic was mm -hmm. was huge. So a lot of businesses, you know, it, it was, you could only do to-go orders. Well, we had a walk-up window, so that was the only option anyway. And uh, a lot of people, when they went to remote or online learning or whatever the case may be, it was a very new feeling for everybody where, you know, you start to learn like, okay, I have a little bit more time in my hands, but you're forced to stay home. So a lot of people, I feel like we're just looking for something to do. And it was like, hey, let's go try that new bagel place that opened up. Um, and so that's where we were able to at least like capitalize on that aspect sure. and say like, Hey, we are open. Hey, here is something to do to get people some fresh air and try something new that, you know, was never even there before. So, um, you know, we had a great following right off the bat. Um, you know, just a lot of understanding customers that, you know, it wasn't the easiest time to navigate, but we made it through and and just having our staff at hand, the mm -hmm. few people that we had, it, it was it was a great learning experience. You know, we're still not fully out of it, but you know, we mm -hmm. uh, we're we're getting somewhere. I see another question coming. It says, can bad batches go to the homeless? That might be something to think about. So I don't think people really even realize because I don't like promoting it. I think that's for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. um, we've donated. The amount of bagels that we've donated to local shelters, first responders, I mean, anybody, if they are first responders or any way related to any kind of shelters, they would comment and say this is 100% true. Um, Shan's Hospital, everywhere, we've donated that, like thousands of bagels. I mean, wow. and that's not bad batches. Those are batches that just didn't get sold. And instead of throwing them all away, which a lot of restaurants do, we donate them. Um, a lot of our community, especially first responders, Shans, you know, anybody related, they're like, let us post this on your social media. And I'm genuinely like, no, I don't. That's not what it's for. A lot of businesses will say, like, look at us. But I am more so like, no, this is what should be done. I don't think people even realize that. There are some people who like to say, you know, oh, you should get 
you know, you should do this or like, you know, how some people bring up, you know, you could do donate bad batches to the homeless shelters. Well, we actually donate, you know, all of our good batches. Your good batches. I don't right. Think, I don't think you have too many bad right. batches. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that is something that we actively do. And we don't like expressing that, you know, we could say every day, hey, we just took, you know, a dozen bagels to the firehouse or a dozen bagels to the local homeless shelter. But why? I feel no, like I that takes the, the specialness out of that and maybe a one-on-one relationship that we that we have that with, with well, certain I, people. I think that may speak to why you're so successful, quite candidly. I think word probably gets around that you are a community-oriented business. You, you employ people. I mean, I was blown away when you told me you have a staff of 60 to 70. So you're a major employer. You're, you're, you're not just some small mom and pop, you know, a couple of people here, a couple of people there. You put a lot of people to work. You make a lot of people happy with your great product, and on the same time, you're doing some great community service. So how'd you do all this at such a young age? I mean, I I look at you, and I'm thinking, you know, you can't be much older than my own kids. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I I just turned 23 uh, this past summer. So... You just turned 23, and, and you're the CEO and named owner of a major business like this. Yeah, I, uh, I, 23, I feel like it's a 23 decision to name a company after themselves. Um, <laughs> okay. But yeah, I mean, you know, I, uh, I don't really know. I never took age as a factor into it. I had somebody very early on tell me, like, you'll, you're too young, you're a kid, like, what do you know? I feel like that kind of drove me to say like I can do whatever and um you know I don't really see my age as a factor I feel like I've learned a lot as a business owner and there's still a lot more to learn Mm -hmm. um but what's nice is that as a 23 year old I could run the business however I want if Mm -hmm. I decide to do make a certain decision that I feel is in the best interest um then I could do that and I don't always have the right answer and like I said uh there's still a lot to learn but you know, we're figuring that out together as a young age that hopefully will apply to whatever next steps come later on in life. So want to remind everybody you are watching Meldon Law and Friends, a weekly podcast every Tuesday at 4 p.m. brought to you by Meldon Law, a statewide law firm with its primary office where we have been for 50 years. Yep. Jeffrey Meldon opened up shop in 1971 in Gainesville, Florida. Uh, We have offices in Marion County in Ocala, where we've been for 43 years, South Florida covering the entire Tri-County area, Miami-Dade through Broward through Palm Beach County, and we're about to open up a brand new office in Lake City. In fact, uh, we have an event coming up on the 15th of December, a networking event there, and we've got a lot more to talk about in the weeks and days to come about that. And we are talking with Luke of Luke's New York Bagels. I have to read it off your shirt to, to remind myself quite an amazing success story so give rattle off the menu real quick what 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 different kinds of bagels do you have oh i mean we have (laughs) everything i mean you could go from plain bagels all the way up until french toast bagels and anything in between i mean uh there's there's a lot that you could do it's kind of the sky's the limit when your sole product is bread Uh, we have a lot of people who come in and kind of get as crazy as they want to be but we have anything from breakfast sandwiches uh, to deli sandwiches, to pizza bagels, to cream cheese, to different even kinds of bagels. We have about, I mean, in our repertoire, we have over 30, but like the ones that we sell on a consistent basis, it's around like 16 bagels. So if you're lucky enough to get in line and to be able to get a bagel from Luke's Bagels, um, what is the actual address? Uh, it's 620 South Main Street. Downtown. 620 South Main, and the big uh, landmark is the, the Hartwood Soundstage is directly across the street. And again, like I said, just look for the line of people. <laughs> that's, that's the best way to find Luke's New York bagels. And uh, for people to call, the, the easiest way, we'll give the phone number. Uh, it's 732-278-9557. It's actually a funny story. It was my mom's phone number when she came down, and it became so popular as the shop phone. We had to get my mom a brand-new phone, and we, <laughs> we kept that phone number as the shop's phone so number. So is that is that a New York, New Jersey area it's code? A new, it's a New Jersey area code, and luckily we were, we were able to get her new number as a New Jersey area code, too. So, and people can go on the Facebook page, I would imagine. And, and find it, and yeah. And find, look up Luke's New York Bagels mm-hmm. on Facebook, get the phone number. But you would recommend, definitely, if you want some bagels, you need to call. Yeah, Tuesday through Thursday. That's right. Otherwise, you're going to be, well, SOL. I'll say it it politely. 
uh, just they are so incredibly popular and they are different. That's the thing is that I, I like bagels. My girlfriend can't eat gluten products, but I love bagels and they're different. There's just, whether it's the water, whether it's the methodology in which you make them, you guys are obviously doing something right. <laughs> well, or at least we try. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're trying really hard and doing a great job. Um, you know, any thoughts? We got a few more minutes left. Uh, so you can't tell us everything about the changes that are going to be announced, just that some positive things Correct. Are, yeah. are on the horizon. So your, your many fans and clients and customers can, can look forward to that. Do you do any special bagels for the holidays? Yeah, yeah. So we, we do, I mean, every game day this year, we did orange and blue bagels for the Gators. Um, I don't know if that ended up hurting us towards the end of our season but uh <laughs> maybe so. but yeah yeah maybe i don't know yeah. maybe we should switch it up next year but uh yeah for the holidays uh for thanksgiving <laughs> we were doing pumpkin around this time uh for this whole week we're doing a uh, big line of like kind of um like crumb cake cinnamon kind of that area no kidding. yeah so we made a cream cheese that is actually has crumb cake in it it's phenomenal uh, not just because I make it, but it's actually really good. Um, we'll have that probably up until we close. We close uh, for winter break on December 19th. Most of our staff um, is going to be with families, whether they leave town or they don't leave town. But that uh, Saturday after the 19th is Christmas. The Saturday after that's New Year's. It's not even... So when do you open back up again? So we'll be open January 6th. That's January a th 6th. Thursday after okay. New Year's. So the 19th through the 6th, no Luke's bagels. Through the 5th. <laughs> through, through the, th from the 20th through the 5th. We're okay, closed. through the 20th yeah. through the 5th. So yep. the 19th, you are open. Right. The 6th, you're open. 20th Correct. through the 5th, just going to have to make do. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah, exactly. Are, are you getting a lot of orders, people ordering, you know, a couple of dozen, things like that? Yeah, I think that's what a lot of people find as soon as they know that we're about to close down. Um, they just buy in bulk and freeze them. Honestly, I do the same thing, and uh, they come out really well. So that'll probably get a lot of people through the holiday season if they can't get them that day. So uh, it's a good way to go about it. So we've been talking with the Luke of Luke's New York Bagels, already a Gainesville landmark and institution. Um, hey, is, is med school still on the table? Um, like I said, I'm going back for my MBA. It's an unbelievable opportunity. I'm so happy to be doing that this, uh, this upcoming June at UF as well. So that'll be my third degree here at the yeah, university. Maybe, maybe you should teach an MBA Yeah, class, yeah, you know, maybe. On the, on the right way to, to, do a, to do a bagel shop. I, I'll tell you what. I would love to, <laughs> but amazing. as far as med school, I would, I would also say just like the shop that I don't think anything is off the table. Any, nothing's <laughs> off the table. Well, hey, you're still a very much a young man. 23 years old. I, I wouldn't have guessed that. I would have said 27, something like that. I get 26 a lot. Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's very impressive. Well, you and your mother have created something truly wonderful. And, uh, hey, I, I, I'm, I'm excited because I'm a fan, <laughs> personally, of their bagels. They are really, really good. You have been watching and are still watching Meldon Law and Friends, a weekly podcast of the Meldon Law Firm, primary office in Gainesville. We represent victims of injury cases. In other words, whether you've been injured in a car accident, a big truck crash, a pedestrian hit by a car, a skateboarder hit by a car, any type of injury case, animal bite cases, trip and fall, slip and fall, anything that involves a situation where someone's life has been turned upside down because of the negligence or carelessness of another, please give us a call anytime, toll free, 1-800-373-8000. I don't even think you need to do the 800 anymore. You can do, it's 352-373-8000 is the local number, wherever you are statewide. We'd love to talk with you about your case. We hope you don't have a need for an injury lawyer, but if you do, please give us a call at Melden Law. Thank you very much, Luke. I thoroughly Appreciate enjoyed it. it. You're a very impressive young man. I'm sure we'll be hearing great things from you and your mother and your business in the future. Yeah, absolutely. I thank you guys for having right. me on. All right. We'll be right back with Jordan Marlowe, the mayor of Newberry, Florida. Thanks for watching.
Hello and welcome back to Melden Law and Friends. Today is Tuesday, December 7th, 2021. My name is Chris Qualman, and I am the Major Case Division Manager for Melden Law, as well as the Chief Investigator. And for those of you who are not familiar with Melden Law, well, you probably are if you're watching this show. We are the official law firm sponsor of the Florida Gators. Uh, Jeffrey and Carrie Melden are on their way to a Super Lawyers Mastermind Seminar today, where they will be for the next few days. So I'm pinch hitting as today's host of the of the podcast, but I have a little experience. This isn't the first time I've done it. You sound like an expert. Well, I did the, I did the first forty episodes. Oh, okay. Of the, well, of the you show got a few last under year, your, so under your belt, and, I, and I've got the, the radio voice. Yeah. So that's that's why who's they, not they, familiar with Melden Law? You guys do the Scholar Athlete of the Week. You're the sponsor. <laughs> I mean, you guys are everywhere. Y'all are amazing. Well, you are getting into the community. Too. You're the mayor of Newberry. You know, hey, I'm, I'm only a Newberry. I'm only coming into Gainesville for you guys. That's, all right. Well, then I never then. leave Newberry other than that. <laughs> okay. Well, I, then I'm impressed. Thank you very much. Well, Jordan Marlowe, we were talking about him during the first segment. Uh, now, you and I are Facebook friends. We, we haven't are. actually met till today, but I'm very it's honored. good to meet you in person. Good to meet you in person, too, Jordan. And so many wonderful things are happening out there. They really Newberry. are. If you and haven't come to Newberry, come on out and experience some of this stuff with us because there are so many things going on. Well, and, and I agree with that. And to that end, I want to remind everybody we are taking questions. I didn't warn you about that beforehand. So um, we've, we've got questions. Yes, he's on the hot seat. Bring him on in. We, we like hot questions. <laughs> That's the way it is with a politician. So we've got him on the hot seat. If you got a question for the mayor of Newberry, Mr. Jordan Marlowe, type it in. Go on Melden Law. Well, if you're watching, you would have to be on the Melden Law Facebook page. Type in a question. We'll answer it, even if it's an unreasonable question. We might not read it verbatim on the air, but as long as it's PG rated, you know, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, do yeah. our best to, to give it an it, answer. We make it family friendly. <laughs> so, well, let's just dive right in. Um, I, I've been to Newberry many times. I, I love the town. It's got such an amazing charm to it. Uh, and when I think of Newberry, there's so many things that come to mind, but the, the downtown shops. You know, yeah. the, the quaint downtown shops, the camaraderie I've noticed among your shopkeepers and owners. It's truly a special place. I, I, you know, I couldn't agree more. I think that what one of the things that we are really working hard in the city of Newberry to do is to keep our small town feel while we're in the middle of growing. So mm -hmm. uh, if you were out in the city of Newberry uh, last weekend, we had our Christmas tree lighting ceremony. We had about four to 600 people that showed up no on kidding. City Hall lawn. We have made it our... Uh, goal to be the Christmas capital of Alachua County in the next couple <laughs> okay. of years. So when you come into Newberry, you see Christmas lights. We're already lighting up. Mm -hmm. um, we've got a Christmas parade on uh, on December 18th. That was our question. You must have seen uh, it. Look at San that. Santa. Boy, that, she's got to win the award <laughs> for uh, viewer of the day. December you know? 18th, 530. 530. <laughs> that's when the Christmas parade will be. And then there's going to be another Christmas festival. We call it Christmas on the Square. Uh, if you've been to the Stonehouse Grill in the city of Newberry, it's a brand new steakhouse. It's it's fantastic. Um, it's right at Stonehouse Grill. Uh, you'll see uh, all of the vendors. All, Santa Claus is going to be there. There'll be a horse-drawn carriage. Uh, if you want to experience living in a Hallmark movie, you need to be in the city of Newberry what on December 18th. Stop right there. If you want to experience living in a Hallmark movie... Newberry is the place to be. That's what you get when your mayor is also an English teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I was looking at your resume. You taught human geography. Do you still teach that? I do. I teach human geo. I teach about six or seven classes. No kidding. Well, my son, on. Charlie, loved human geography. He it's took AP class. He took AP human geography in ninth grade and aced it and loved it. And that yes. was his favorite class. It You know, human geography, it encompasses everything. So... Uh, population, culture, uh, mm -hmm. religion, language, food, you know, so th that's my favorite part of the food. Um, <laughs> we get too. to, we get to do all kinds of things in that class and uh, it really does. It helps the students uh, understand the world in a different way. And so we have a good time. So okay. I'm glad, I'm glad he liked it. That's good. He, he did. So tell us about some more, tell us some more things about what's happening with Newberry this month. We've already talked about the, the parade coming mm -hmm. up on the 18th, um, I know you've got certain things going on. I always think of the corn maze. The corn maze, it, it, you know, it's a Halloween event, uh, and it draws probably ten to 15,000 people into the city of Newberry. People come from all around for the corn maze. Right. But, you know, recently, if you've uh, been in the Gainesville Sun, if you've read the Gainesville Sun or been online, uh, the city of Newberry hit the trifecta last week. We hosted state mm -hmm. officials in the city of Newberry Tell three different that, yeah. times. 
So uh, last Tuesday, we had the ribbon cutting for the IFIS conference building and the IFIS extension offices. Newberry has a goal to become an ag tech research hub for North okay. Central Florida. And last week, we cut the ribbon on the anchor for that project. Wow. So Newberry's uh, roots run deep in agriculture. Our heart is in agriculture. And so looking into the future, we want to make sure that we keep that link to our past. So cutting that ribbon and having uh, a mm-hmm. university president, Fox, come down and say to the crowd, Newberry's mission and vision statement, which is the little town that wants to feed the world. When the UF president knows your mission statement, uh, you're doing something mm-hmm. right. You're on the map. And then two days later, we had Commissioner of Agriculture, Nikki Freed, okay. come down to the same conference center and talk to us about uh, her efforts in agriculture. So it has truly been a, an amazing week. To wrap it all up on Saturday at Dudley Farm, uh, Dudley Farm became a national historic site, but joined a very elite group, and we had state officials down in Newberry again to celebrate that. We have another question. What are the vendors for the Christmas festival? When is it, and when does it start? It's going to begin right after the parade. So the parade starts at 530. It goes straight downtown Newberry. You can sit on City Hall lawn. Uh, Kids can get candy and all kinds of things that will be thrown out. As far (laughs) as the vendors, I'm not exactly sure. There's probably about 50 of them, so I don't know that I could rattle off. But you'll have art. You'll have craft. You'll have hot cocoa. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be lots of different um, Christmas decorations that you can buy, Christmas ornaments that you can buy. Uh, and um, it's my always under, a good My time. understanding is you have a regular farmer's market. We I've do. actually been to it in the downtown we area. Do. It's a wonderful Every farmer's Saturday. market. And you have a maker's market also, mm-hmm. uh, people who actually make the uh, the art, art we, type things and whatnot. We, really, we believe in Newberry mm-hmm. that we should keep our dollars in Newberry. So we try to support uh, local artists, local artisans, local farmers, so everything that we do in Newberry, we start with how is this going to help our, our folks here in our community. Right now, our Main Street organization is running a program called uh, Shop Shop Small Shop Local. I wanted to ask you about that. Yeah, please yeah. do. It's a great program. We're really I, I proud actually, of it. doing some homework for this interview. I'm impressed. I, I saw this, and this is really incredible. So the city of Newberry, like you were saying, has a program, Shop Small Shop Local. And until the 15th of December... If you buy anything, anything, from anything any business. from a business in Newberry, you keep your receipt, you fax it or text it to uh, this number that's on the sheet, and you're you will immediately be in the drawing for in the running. We've got some cash prizes, yeah, cash prizes, gift for cards, fifty dollar gift certificates. Absolutely, that is really Absolutely. incredible. You know, <laughs> uh, most communities focus on bringing new businesses. We absolutely focus on bringing new businesses to Newberry, but our primary focus is supporting existing businesses. Mm-hmm. Existing businesses uh, put $7 back into your community uh, for every dollar that you spend. So it, the, the turnaround there is tremendous uh, if we can support those local businesses. So we, it, you know, our motto in Newberry is we believe in Newberry. When a business opens up in Newberry, they're telling us that they believe in us. It's the most uh, um, flattering compliment that you can get <laughs> as a mayor. And so we want to offer that faith and belief right back in them. Well, let me ask you this, Mr. Mayor. Um, Like you've been saying, your community, your city, your town has been in the news so much lately. Why do you think it is that Newberry is getting so much attention? You know, that's a, I get that question a lot. And I'm not sure that I 100% know the answer. (laughs) I think it's that America right now really um, is longing for that American dream. I think that's what it is. We want to grow, we want to raise our kids, we want to live work and worship in a community where we can know our neighbors, our kids can ride their bikes safely down the streets, uh, where I can I can send my children to three schools. They can be a Panther from K through 12. Uh, they're not going to fall through the cracks. I'm going to have teachers that uh, get to know them, that get to know me, reach out to me if they see something that's uh, problematic. I think cost of living, mm-hmm. you know, you can move to Newberry and it's going to be about 20% cheaper than living uh, in an urban environment like Gainesville. Um, and you get a little bit bigger house, you get a little bit bigger yard, and you get that connection that we, yeah. I think we ha- are losing with all the You're social You're not really media. that far away. I mean, And it's Gain- a 20-minute drive. 20-minute 20, 20 drive, really, to Gainesville. Right. Um, you've got you get all Springs not too terribly far from you. There are so many communities within a stone's throw. We're kind of in a nice hub. you got High Springs with the antique shops and the, and the river, and you can go kayaking and canoeing. You're 20 minutes to uh, the University of Florida that brings in with the Center for Forming Arts brings in shows and culture. I tell my students all the time, I will never live in a big city. I think a college town life is perfect because I get all of the art and culture 
uh, brought in, and, and I still get to go home and look at the stars at night. So you have some things, though, that are in the works. You have some things being built. My understanding is there's a sports complex mm -hmm. in the works, and we were talking before we got on the air that uh, there's a concert venue, The Mine, I think it was called. The so why Mine. don't you give us an update on, on know, these different things? The, I'm really excited about The Mine. Uh, the Mine, when it's complete, is going to be the third largest outdoor uh, concert venue amphitheater in the entire United States of America. And it is really cool. It's down inside of an old phosphate pit. Mm -hmm. uh, it's about a three-acre flat area inside the pit. It's got a water feature down in it. When you come, you can sit all around the edge of the pit. Wow. You can be down inside <laughs> the pit. It's all outdoors. But it, being inside a pit contains the music. So you get a, uh, the third largest outdoor amphitheater, and you're still not disturbing the neighbors. You've had some shows out there already. We've right? already had. We had Sister Hazel out right. there a couple of times. We've had a couple festivals out there. Uh, we had a carnival out there. Um, so it's going to be really exciting. I, you know, We have a festival every year called West Fest. And it has really taken off um, in the last couple of years. I'm hopeful that we're able to work out a deal with the mine and move Westfest into the mine. Okay. We have a question. I have to squint a little bit because it's not really big. <laughs> the, it's from Reagan. And Reagan asks, about a few months ago, the city of High Springs and Newberry were talking about converting the old train tracks to a nature trail. Is that still in the works? Also... Will there be some way to preserve the history of trains through Newberry? It's a great question. It is. It is a great question. <laughs> uh, you know, that project is actually an Alachua County project. The city of High Springs partnered with them, and they hit a couple of snags. Uh, one of the snags is that um, the land underneath the train tracks was environmentally damaged, and that drew... that. Um, blew the price and the cost of that project mm -hmm. up beyond anyone's expectations. I was actually just talking uh, to County Commissioner Ken Cornell about that project. He says they think that they have finished mm -hmm. and finalized, um, you know, overcoming all the hurdles and obstacles that they have. Mm -hmm. They're hopeful to get it back on track. And once they get the High Springs portion complete, then they'll come to us, the city of Newberry, and they'll talk about that. So look for it in the next year two years to to really mm. be back in the news as for preserving those train tracks funny story i actually had an idea uh for mm -hmm. this before they pulled the train tracks up and so this is going to be devastating because you're going to love this idea once i tell it to you <laughs> i didn't want to pull the train tracks up i wanted to have a bike path around most of alachua county i wanted you to get to high springs and i wanted you to put your bike on a passenger car uh, and then ride a nice slow train to the city of Newberry, maybe all the way to Archer while you have a coffee, maybe a locally uh, crafted beer, uh -huh. uh, a little refreshment. Then you get off and you finish the bike trail around. I thought that'd be a nice tourism attraction. Couldn't get it off the ground. Uh, and then they pulled the tracks up. But, you know, we just did a visioning session in Newberry and bike pass trails, getting outside. It's really it's what people are moving. A thousand people are moving to Florida uh, every year. Uh, and so it's it's what people want. I get it. Absolutely. So um, let's talk about next year, 2022. What are some of the visions? What, are, what is the vision you have as the mayor, you know, for the city of Newberry? And what are some things that we can see, some tangible things, whether they are events, whether they are initiatives? What are some things that will happen in 2022? Well, I think everything we're doing this year, we're going to go for bigger and better next year. So whether it's uh, our work on becoming the Christmas capital, work on becoming a music venue and hub, I think that you're also going to begin to see some construction happening in Newberry uh, that is going to be really exciting. We have one development that is coming in that is a celebration point type mm -hmm. uh, development. I looked at it as I was coming in. I, I will take any opportunity to come in and check out uh, Spurrier's Gridiron and Grill here. Walk around, <laughs> Which read we a little are bit in, of history. By the way. That's why this we have is, all these helmets. I, it, I've got to yeah, plug our location it's here. It's quite an honor to sit here in front of all these helmets. <laughs> I got a history lesson about uh, legendary Coach Spurrier as I was walking around. But it also gave me the opportunity to check out a Celebration Point because the development that is on the books in Newberry is actually a little bit bigger than Celebration Point. There's two indoor football arenas. There's a Top Golf. There's a bowling alley. There's a few. Stop restaurants. right there. Top Golf. You're bringing Top Golf. That might be a secret. Might be that, a secret. That might be a secret. Don't please. Don't. It's just us between us. Don't All tell right. anybody. Well, 
Top Golf is about the only golf course I can play <laughs> because if you ever been to a Top Golf, the yeah. holes are what about the size of a swimming pool? Yeah, you know, and it's pretty hard to miss. Even though I did miss a few times, and <laughs> my my son Benny had a lot of fun making fun of what a terrible shot I was. Yeah, yeah, but that's if right. it's all part of the fun if, game, if right. hypothetically something like right. that was to be built in Newberry, then you would come out as my guest. Holy go play, smoke! Right? Will you get some business? <laughs> yes, yes. You know, Newberry is already um, the sports tourism capital of Alachua County. Regard, uh, if you take out UF. If you take out New, UF. <laughs> Newberry puts... I was about to say. Yeah, yeah I, I felt the criticism coming that everybody starts right. to madly type. That's, that's all right. Uh, if you take out UF, Newberry puts more heads in beds for hotels than anybody else. Actually, just Champions Park, a 16-field baseball park, which this development I'm talking about is going to be built around that. Just that one aspect in Newberry puts more heads is second in Alachua County. Heads in beds. Heads in that's, beds. That's the term. We got another question from my dear friend, Santa. Is the proposed zip line at the mine? Santa is very well informed. That's that, why that's, I love her so much. I, I thought that publicly. was a secret. <laughs> another secret. That is not actually proposed at the mine. That's proposed for a different location in Newberry, but you're you're not far off. You're not far off. So there will be a zip line somewhere. There is a company coming that has an entire adventure package uh, that they want to bring to the city of Newberry. Uh, the main feature is going to be zip line, but I understand they have lots of other things to offer. Now I did a zip line <laughs> a long time ago, and I'm I'm 63, so I'm talking. Uh, time our, to do our, it again. our last time guest was 23. I think yeah. I was about 23, so it was about 40 <laughs> years ago. I did a zip line. Um, anybody can do a zip line, right? I, uh, you know, I don't know Pretty that much. the lawyers would uh, like. You're a lawyer, <laughs> maybe I might not say yes. Anybody go do a zip line? Well, you have to sign I think a release. They're pretty you have safe. to sign. Yes. A, yeah, they're they're safe. Anyway, well, I'm excited. That sounds Me too. wonderful. 23 years old, man. You know that's what we need in this country is more. Young entrepreneurs like the previous guy. That guy I, was amazing. I, I, I tell amazing. you what, he, he was. When he told 60 me, sixty employees, I, 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 I could not have believed that. I, I haven't mean, been there yet, but now I'm going to go. Well, have to go. you better call in a couple of days ahead That's because what I heard. there is something different about their bagels. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Whether he spits in it or not, no, I'm only kidding. They're wonderful. <laughs> he, I think the secret is in the water. Luke's yeah. New York bagels are have already become legendary yeah. in, in Gainesville. Well, See, we that's what you need. you got to convince exactly. him and his mom. To... Uh, well, i got to bring him out to Newberry, right? He needs to be part of this development. He needs to expand the franchise, right? Exactly. It sounds, like he's, it sounds like he's got that going on. Um, for a smaller town, I mean, your community certainly is taking the lead on some very, very important issues. And I'm sure this isn't just all you. You, you obviously have some excellent people yeah. on the commission. And uh, to what do you attribute this forward-thinking mentality that Newberry obviously has? You know, it is impressive um, when you we look back over the last couple of years what we've accomplished in the city of Newberry on uh, some, you know, I, we've been pretty lighthearted here today, but on some pretty uh, heavy topics. You know, the city of Newberry has a Newberry Opioid Task Force. In 2018, um, I listened to a presentation where I learned that Alachua County has the second highest rate of adolescent opioid addiction in the entire state of Florida. Mm. I've lost two students to opioid addiction in my uh, 16 years of teaching. Uh, and I, it was something that was near and dear to my heart. Um, but you're absolutely right. Uh, none, none of this has anything to do with me. We put together that task force. We've got local citizens who care mm -hmm. about this uh, very, very deeply. And they have taken the lead. And they really have done an amazing job putting together a plan um, that we very soon will hope to take to the entire county because this is a, a county issue it's not it's a country issue really and truly well, it's not just a newberry issue i think you're being a little humble you know you and your I, wife both are professional educators that's what you both do for a living my understanding i learned just before coming in today that your wife was the alachua county teacher of the year 2016 last year. or 2016 yeah that's amazing teacher of the year we got to go up and meet the governor and it was <laughs> wonderful yeah so obviously you know the fact that you both work in education has a lot to do, I would think, with, with how you formulate your policy and ideas. How, how has that worked for you? You're taking you know, your professional background yeah. into public service. I, I find that being a teacher and a local small politician, they go hand in hand. They, they really do. I'm at the football games talking with the parents. I'm at the basketball games. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm part of the community, uh, and so I get to hear what my residents need. Mm -hmm. And uh, in the position that I'm in, I'm able to offer some assistance sometimes. 
uh, I'm able to help them figure out how we can b build a better community for all of us, because that's really what this is all about. How do we you know, go through this thing we call life uh, and come out the other side looking back fondly? And we want to do that well in the city of Newberry. We want to work together. So we support each other uh, through the good times and the bad. Uh, and being inside the classroom allows my wife and I the ability to, to see some of the needs and the issues before uh, perhaps anyone else would be able to see that. I want to remind all our viewers and listeners, we have listeners too, even though we are a, a visual medium, so to speak, we are also on multiple audio platforms as well. So whatever your favorite I audio plat platform is, whether it's Apple Music, Amazon, uh, so many others, Google Music, we are on many, many audio platforms as well as visual platforms. You are listening, watching Meldon Law and Friends. Today is Tuesday, December 7th. 2021. I am so honored and pleased on behalf of the firm to have Jordan Marlowe as our guest at the moment. He is the mayor of the city of Newberry, uh, a town that is just doing so many wonderful forward-thinking things and is a vital part of the North Central Florida community. To that end, and you were talking about, uh, you know, High Springs, you know, being so close. It seems to me that there's a lot of uh, a symbiotic hand-in-hand -hand relationship that you have with High Springs. There is. You know, Newberry actually is taking the lead on one other issue. We have proposed a partnership for a regional wastewater system That's with right. High Springs, Archer, and Trent. So there'd be four municipalities that are involved in this. Um, it'd be an advanced treatment center with a wetland um, next to it to take mm -hmm. out the nitrates. It'd be much more environmentally friendly. The carbon footprint to construct these is tremendous. I see. And when every single small municipality has to build their own, you're doubling, tripling, quadrupling that. So if we can figure out a way to pioneer uh, how multiple cities can come together, we can pass those savings on to our ratepayers. We can protect the environment, which we're in a, in a very sensitive area and we need to be thinking about protecting the environment. Well, at High Springs, you have all the rivers, of course. You, you got have all the, the rivers. Fays, you got the Chautauqua and some of the other things. So you're right. It is environmentally sensitive. It, it, it's the right move. It's the right move for our residents. It's the right move for our, our future generations. It's the right move for uh, the environment. Newberry is an agricultural uh, city, as you know, and we really need to be good stewards for of the environment. my edification, because I truly don't know, what are all the different things that are grown? You know, Newberry was a phosphate mining community right. before World War One. Well, of course, the enemy in World War One was Germany, who mm -hmm. happened to be our number one customer. Oh, wow. <laughs> so we couldn't sell to Germany anymore. So we had to think outside the box, and we figured out that watermelon, tobacco, and peanuts grew wonderfully well in the city of Newberry. So those are Newberry's three big historical crops. City of Newberry, um, we had a, a, the local pharmacist, whose name was Dr. Berry, uh, there was a virus that was ravaging the cattle industry in the state of Florida. He invented a, a, a vaccine that single-handedly mm -hmm. saved the cattle industry in the city of Florida. And a couple of years ago, we had the small farmer of the year, uh, a local farmer named Mr. Trevor Bass. So Newberry yeah. doesn't go, just Trevor. do agriculture. We do it well. You and do we want well. to hold on to that. We only got about uh, five to seven minutes left. Where did want... the time go? I know. We I'll just tell you started what, we, talking. We could have gone for probably another hour or more. Um, I want to hit a couple of things that uh, I promised to plug. First of all, we've had a lot of people ask about the Meldon Law ticket giveaways that we do all year long. Uh, we did them throughout the football season this year. We're giving away uh, basketball tickets. We've already got the tickets given away for the game coming up later this week. There is a game tomorrow night, though. And if you do have tickets already to the game, you will see Meldon Law set up inside the O'Connell Center. We, we've been doing it at the last couple of football games. That's a awesome. fan, we do a That's fan awesome. fest, and we've got this big spin-the-wheel deal where you spin the wheel and Sounds you get like some fun. swag. You'll, yeah. Maybe it'll be a T-shirt. Maybe it'll be a, a bag. Maybe it'll be one of many things. Please, by, any, by all means, if you come to the game, check out the Meldon Law Fan Fest uh, booth tomorrow at the O'Connell Center. And we're actually going to have it for the Kentucky game as well coming up early next right. year. So when, well, uh, good Kentucky, luck to everybody. Yeah, when Kentucky comes to town, we'll be there for that. I also want to throw out uh, a couple of plugs for some events coming up in uh, your sister city in High Springs. They have coming up uh, this weekend, actually, two farmer's markets back-to-back. -back. They've Those got awesome. the normal farmer's market in High Springs this Friday from 3 to 7 p.m., which they always have downtown. I, yours is on mm -hmm. Saturday, correct? correct? Correct. So High Springs Farmer's Market, and like yours, it's all local artisans. It's uh, people who either make it or curate it. Mm -hmm. uh, my friend Santa is the rock lady. 
She's uh, got uh, yep. all. She's got. If, if you're into you know uh, rocks, um, any jewelry, Geology, gemstone jewelry, yes. quartz, all so many things. It's a great opportunity to buy Christmas gifts. Come to the High Springs Farmers Market this Friday from three to seven. And they also they've got their Christmas party. Yours is a week later, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. the High Springs Christmas Parade is this Saturday. We try to coordinate. You try to coordinate. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> yes, you did. We try to coordinate. So from six to nine p.m., uh, High Springs has their Christmas parade, and at the same time, the Christmas parade is going on. High Springs will have the farmers market going on. Mm-hmm. So if you can't make it to the to the Friday farmers market, you can go to the Saturday farmers market in High Springs and. Do it all again the following weekend in, in Newberry. Christmas spirit, you know. And absolutely, I, you know, I encourage everybody uh, to, to shop locally for Christmas. That's It's a wonderful thing. When uh, I'm a high school teacher and a coach, um, when you look around the, the golf course or the football field, uh, you don't see uh, Amazon as a sponsor. You see Melton Law. Uh, you see what they're doing in the community. So let's mm-hmm. keep those dollars here in the community. Let's support the people who are supporting our kids. Uh, because we need it in the school system. We we need all the support we can get right now in the classroom and on the field. So please keep those dollars local. What do you coach? I'm the golf coach, the archery coach, and the tennis coach at Newberry High School. Melton Law actually selected one of my players last year. It was a great student athlete of the week. You guys came out, uh, oh, yeah. and it was a lot of fun. Jeffrey's been doing that for 20 years. We've been it's doing amazing. the Scholar Athlete Program. And that's a tremendous honor. I'm, I'm so happy to hear yeah. one of your players made it. It means so much to the kids. Uh, they put it on their resumes. They brag about it. They, you know, they get on TV. Their grandparents uh, swoon over it. So, I mean, it, it's, a, it's a wonderful well, moment. Like, we appreciate like, you Like it. the name implies, it's every bit as much a scholar award as it is an athlete exactly. award. We're not just looking for that kid, that young woman, that young man who's got tremendous prowess on the athletic field. You've got to cut mm-hmm. it in the classroom, too. And uh, I'm so happy to hear one of your players made it. Yeah, me too. Okay. Well, those are three sports I have to admit that I haven't played a lot of. I, I, <laughs> I tried to play golf. I'm, I'm, yeah. You know, like I said, my best my best golf is at the Top Golf. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll try archery. We'll try archery. We'll try archery. Yeah. I used to I used to go to a summer camp in North Carolina called Camp Highlander. And uh, I was a half decent. Well, now you just come out to Easton Archery, and uh, (laughs) we have a 3D course. You can walk around and uh, shoot from different angles. You can shoot inside. Now, do 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 they still have the actual uh, pointy tip arrows, or have they made those more uh, more safe? Well, they've got everything (laughs) out there. So come out there, and they'll teach you how to do it all. So there really is an archery range uh, where there, people can come. It uh, Easton Archery, uh, East End archery. was All right. the Olympic Training Center. Right now, wow. right now the bronze medalist uh, for the United States archery team is the coach at Easton Archery. It may, might be the silver medalist. He's going to be mad at me if I get what, that. Whatever wrong. the case may be, somebody who obviously it's is pretty, pretty darn good. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> it's pretty so you can come out and have classes. You can come out and pay just to experience it in the moment. You can walk the course. You can bring your own equipment out. Uh, there's a lot to actually offer out at Easton Archery. Uh, UF has a stargazing club. You can go out there once a month, and they all the astronomers have their uh, telescopes set up. So if you've ever been interested, you want to gaze. I, I'll, I'll tell you what. I mean, again, I go out to my friend Santa's home, and it's amazing just the space out there. Yeah. You, you can see the stars. You can see the constellations. Right. Whether it's High Springs or Newberry. It's uh, nice. It, it's nice. absolutely yeah. wonderful. Especially we've, this time of year. We've only got about two minutes left. Anything you'd like to tell us that we haven't talked about, about Newberry? Anything coming up in 2022? You know, I'm sure that there is, uh, but I can't. Uh, we've hit a lot here. I can't think of anything that we left on the table. I'm going to walk out, and I'm going to say, I didn't tell everybody about this. And Well, what's the be best a- way to get information about Newberry? Facebook? You know, Internet, city, City's website, uh, NewberryFlorida.gov. Uh, you can Newberry go check Florida. us out. Gov. We've got a little link on there. It's called the Mayor's Corner. All the wacky things that uh, in, the, <laughs> in the community that, um, that I get uh, our residents to do. Click on that, and you can uh, um, join the Christmas effort. You can join the opioid effort. We're also working on uh, racial reconciliation, looking at our past. You can join that effort. Um, You're not too far down the road from Rosewood. We are not. Actually, the only other time I've been to Spurrier's Gridiron Grill was for Miss Lizzie Robinson Jenkins, who's the president. Isn't isn't she wonderful? We've had her on the podcast, I think, three times now. I'm not going to say how her age, but she (laughs) she puts me to shame and how energetic she is. I sit on her board and try to to keep up with her. Well, 
For those not familiar with the Rosewood situation, look that up on the internet and look at the wonderful work that Lizzie Jenkins is doing. And uh, they actually have their 100 year. It's coming up. It's coming, coming up. up 1923. That That's 19. right. So That's we're right. we're in the works right now, planning for that ceremony. Again, Jordan, thank you so much for being a part Appreciate of the program. There's so many wonderful things. I learned a lot about Newberry that that I didn't know. So check out the uh, check out the holiday parade coming up the weekend after this one. High Springs, theirs is this Saturday. Some wonderful things out in the western part of uh, Alachua County and. Uh, a real gem that you've got there. It is. Come west, young man. <laughs> and women. Come, and women. Everybody. Right. Again, you've been watching uh, Meldon Law and Friends, a weekly podcast brought to you by Meldon Law Firm. Give us a call anytime. 352-373-8000. Anywhere in the state, anywhere in the country for that matter. We are an injury law firm. We represent persons and families whose lives have been turned upside down due to the negligence of somebody, whether it be a car crash, a big truck, 18-wheeler collision, pedestrian cases, dog bite, slip and fall, trip and fall cases, anything where someone's been injured, please give us a call. There is no charge. There is a free consultation. We also handle criminal defense, including DUI defense. Again, on behalf of Jeffrey Meldon and Carrie Meldon, my name is Chris Qualman. Thank you so much for watching. We'll be back next week. And don't forget our radio show Saturday on WSKY-FM, uh, Meldon Law Talk Live. Thanks again. Appreciate you being on the show. Thank you, sir. All right. Appreciate it.